Hey, welcome to the Soul Gym. We are your Soul Gym sisters. I'm Crystal. And I'm Jody. Hey, and welcome. This is the place where you train your mind in order to transform your life. We are talking about any area of your life oh, because real, real change, real transformation begins on the inside and it works its way out. So welcome to the show today. We're going to talk about thinking. We're going to lay the foundation Then we're going to really lay out the problem with some of our thinking. So thoughts, thoughts influence everything. I mean, we have between 50 and 70,000 thoughts every single day. That's a lot of thoughts. <laughs> a lot of thoughts. Lot of thoughts. But most of them in the subconscious were, were those, we couldn't be conscious of every yeah. one of those thoughts. And so most in the subconscious, but don't be fooled by that. I mean, look around at, at your life. Mm -hmm. I'm looking around at my life and it's a result of my thinking. Mm -hmm. Some good, some not so good. Now, you know, we, we talk and, and quote Dr. Carolyn Leaf a lot. And so recently she's been talking about this process that we are all in all the time. And it's this thinking, feeling, choosing, thinking, feeling, choosing. That's what we do. I mean, when we have a thought, there is an attached emotion. So we feel something and then we make a decision. Some of those just little micro decisions, others major decisions. In fact, she goes on to say that our thoughts influence every word, every decision, every action and physical reaction we make. That is the power of our thinking. That's amazing. It is. And it's incredible. You know why it's powerful is because God says it's powerful. <laughs> and it's very, very important. I'm sorry, even more important than God. <laughs> even more important. Higher authority is God himself. And what does he say about it? He says in Proverbs 23, 7, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. That's right. So our lives, they are they go in the direction of our most dominant thinking. Yeah. And oh, we, man. Yeah. Our most dominant thinking, that's where you go. Yeah. So what Crystal was saying, like Dr. Carolyn Leaf has said, is all these thoughts have become like patterns in our mm -hmm. lives. How we see ourselves, how we see our kids, how we see our life, how we see ourselves physically, and they they make up a belief system. Right. So therefore, that's how we act. So I know so many questions that people have. I know I had them. Why do I act this way? <laughs> Why do I keep doing Why the do same I keep, thing? Keep doing okay the same thing so over what, and over. Why? Here What's the problem? Is the answer now? We have been discovering thoughts and how important they are and how they affect our lives. I mean, mm -hmm. they are our lives. Right. But we heard another statistic the other oh. day that, I mean, literally my mouth dropped when I heard it. Yeah. Now listen to this. 90% of those thoughts, of those 50 to 70,000 thoughts, 90% are thoughts of yesterday. 90%? <laughs> of your past. Okay, get a load of that. 90% of the thoughts that you're going to think today are about yesterday. And, and for example, who hurt you? Mm -hmm. How your uh, ex did you wrong? Yep. How your friends betrayed you? How you didn't get, how you got cut for the team when you were in the seventh grade? Exactly. I'm telling you, those things pop up in the grocery yes. store out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. 
And so I heard that a few days ago. So the next morning I was sitting in my chair going, I'm going to take an account. I'm, I'm going to become really aware of what I'm thinking. And so I got up at about 6.30, 7 o'clock, and I sat there, and I, you know, was going about my day, and by noon, I went, okay, what was I thinking about? <laughs> I was thinking about things that had happened 20 years ago, 10 years ago, and what's sad is, I mean, some of them were not horrible, but still they were the past. Mm -hmm. Things that didn't go right, things that, you know, went wrong. And I'm going, look at that. How much of from 7 o'clock until noon was about future? Was about, oh, I can't wait to get here. Oh, I can't wait for God to do this in my life. Oh, man, I'm so excited about the vision and, and the, the people I'm going to meet and the things I'm going to experience. No, it was so-and-so and so-and-so and, -so and this and that and that. I just went, there it is. Most wow. of my, my morning was about the past. Yeah. And so... When all you're thinking about is the past and our lives move in the direction of our most yeah, dominant so we're, thoughts. We're stuck. We are stuck in a cycle. And we wonder why this year looks a whole lot like last year. And last year looks a whole mm -hmm. lot like five years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, nothing's really improving. Nothing's really changing. Light bulb moment. Yeah. Could it be your most dominant thoughts are about what happened yesterday? And, and because you can't you know, physically go back into the past, you're just trapped in that negative cycle. Yeah. Same people, same problems, same negative habits, same complaints. Yes. And we're just, we're just, this is the reason why is uh, we are trapped. We are chained to the past. Well, this, this gal that we've been listening to goes on to say, okay, 90% of those thoughts are in the past. And then she continues to say, and 50% of them aren't even true. <laughs> Is that tragic? We've, we've recreated the scenario. Yes. It probably may not have even been as negative as we thought, as though we didn't do anything yeah. to contribute to We're it. We're the victim. We're all the victim. That's yeah. what this does. Mm -hmm. It keeps you in that it victim, does. weak state of mind. Yes. If so-and-so did you wrong, I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. If so-and-so left me, well, I didn't do anything wrong. If it can keep you there, you, you will always be the victim. So you will always continue to yes. be the victim. Yes. So what you're going to expect is people to do you wrong, things to go wrong, things to go bad. You're, you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop. I mean... You know, we always, I'm Crystal and I, no one preaches more about getting out of the past. Yeah. I mean, everyone has heard it. Get out of the past. You know, let go of your past. Forget your past. And I'm going, well, I thought I have. That doesn't mean just moving to a different location. It doesn't mean getting rid of that abusive boyfriend. It doesn't mean, you know, I need a new job. This job is going nowhere and I need to leave it behind. Your past is up here. Right. Your past is between your two ears. Your past is stuck in your head. If you don't change that, moving will do nothing. You just you just get to rethink the past in a, in a in a new location. Yes. Yeah, this has to change. Yep. Completely change. And so, why are I? Why are we stuck? Why does it matter mm -hmm. that we change these things? 
What, why does it matter? I mean, we are all about, in the soul gym, we want you to be strong. We want you to be powerful. We want you to fulfill God's audacious plan for your life. We always talk about that. We want to rally with other strong people. I want to fulfill the purpose God has for my life. And I'm going to fall so short if I am still trapped in the past, in the negativity of my life. Listen, bad things happen to people. They, they do. And there's childhood trauma. That's where much of this comes from, is childhood trauma. We're, we're not diminishing it. We, we, we get it. But everybody's been hurt. Mm -hmm. Everybody's been hurt. And when you're looking at a culture who is propping up victimization, man, we're everything that that's not about. Yeah. I mean, we are not about propping up victimization. We want winners. Mm -hmm. I want to win mm -hmm. in life. I, I don't want to be propped up because of the negative things that have happened to me. This gal goes on to say, we got to flip this. Mm -hmm. We've got to flip this. Can 90% of our thinking be in the future and 10% be in the past? And then what does she say about the 10%? And that that ten percent then is wisdom is becomes wisdom learning experience. yeah what not to do yes as opposed to using it to victimize other people yes. using it as a crutch not to uh -huh. change uh -huh. using it that's what happens if we don't change our thinking and start moving mm -hmm. into the future well I love what T D Jake says I I love this he too. says so cool letting go of the past takes courage why does it take courage he says you have to have enough faith to believe that what is in front of you is greater than what was behind you yeah we love the good old days we love to go back and go you know i had a great win when i lived back there had this job had those friends was hooked up with so and so to let go of you know, a reach towards the unknown now. Yeah. And you've got, see, this is it. Why do you have to let go of those friends? Why do you have to let go of the past? Because your future is going to demand more of you. Mm. And when you stick with the familiar and when you stick with people who are back there, they're going to treat you the same way. They're going to, see, we treat people the way we see them. Yeah. So if they see you as that person back there, they're going to automatically talk to you that way, expect that of you, um, relate with you that way. For example, see, you've got some parents who cannot let go of you when you were 12, <laughs> 16. And you know what? We do that as parents. We still see our kids as 10 making the same mistakes, same failures, same mess-ups, even though they could have changed, you know, or if they've been gone for a while and they come back, you are still going to treat them the way you see them. So if I've got a kid who's just a mess-up, you know, just does everything wrong, screws up, blah, 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 and they come back into my world, I'm going to talk to them the same way. I'm going to expect the same from them. I'm going to treat them the same way. So we all have these people in our lives from back there. Yeah. If we keep them, they're, they're going to keep you in that box. That parent, that friend, that boyfriend, that girlfriend, that coworker. That's why in order to 
move forward, you've got to be around people who see more in you. Amen. Who see potential, who right. see greatness in you. Right. So then when they get around you, they go, you're this. Yeah. And you might not even see it yourself. And see, I love, when I get around people, I love to just, you know, prop them up. Go, I know you think this, but you're capable of this. I know you expect this of yourself, but there's so much more in you. And people, People oh, love that. Yeah, people need that. Mm -hmm. But if you're around people, and there's two categories of people, let me tell you, which one are you? People who love to lift up and out of problems and higher, or people who drag you down and want to keep you where they're at. Right. So which one? You got to choose. Which group of people do you want to hook your life right. with? We hope that we are the people lifting you yes. up. Yes. We, we want to pour life into you. As John Maxwell says, value yes. into you. That's who we want to be. But I can't give away what I don't have. Mm -hmm. I, I can't give it away. Why do we talk about thinking all the time? Because we've, we've applied these principles and they work. They, they work. When you change your thinking, you do change your life. When you train your mind to think differently, like what you did, Jody, you took inventory. Would you have believed of yourself that you were thinking that much of the no. past? Oh, no. See, just when Jody started doing that, I started doing that. And you guys, I mean, I couldn't believe it. Somebody called... And all of a sudden, you know, for what, the next 45 minutes, I'm thinking of this old program and this. And again, I, I'm not saying it's necessarily all all yeah. bad stuff, mm -hmm. but I don't want 90% of my life to be living, like you said, in the good old days or the bad old days. Yeah. Okay, so we, we said, why does this matter? Why, why do we need to unchain ourselves? From the past, because if you keep going down this same path, and I mean, where is it going to lead you? We keep doing the same thing with the same people. We have the same problems and are somehow expecting a different result. We know that's insanity. This is only going to continue to hurt you. You're so much more valuable than that. God loves you dearly. There's a plan for your life, but this this negative cycle of thinking is going to hurt you. I mean, this person that we've been following, she talked about when we're in this cycle, I mean, all that's happening to us is, is the stress hormones are just pouring into our body nonstop, yeah. that we live in this perpetual state of fight or flight. I mean, it, it's just, it's, hurting you physically, mm -hmm. emotionally, it's hurting, I mean, your your body, it's hurting your relationships. What are we training our kids to do? Oh, can you imagine? They're following the same patterns. We're leaving a negative legacy. Yeah. I mean, when we are unhealthy, we you don't attract health when you're unhealthy. Mm -hmm. You attract those same like-minded, if, if I'm unhealthy, I'm gonna I'm gonna attract unhealthy relationships. Mm -hmm. I wonder why I have unhealthy habits. I mean, that's why unchaining yourself to those negative things in the past is just so powerful. Mm -hmm. So we said, how do you how do you do it? 
How do you now train your mind in order to transform your life? How do you train your mind to let go of the past? Well, Paul will tell you how. When I find Not it. my husband, Paul. <laughs> Paul, get in here. <laughs> <laughs> tell us. <laughs> oh, uh, Philippians 3. Should I read both? I'll read 12 and 13. This is what he says. I admit I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing. None of us have. No, we haven't gotten there yet. But I run with passion. Are you running with passion? There's a question. Are you running with passion or stuck in the past? Sitting there, groveling. I run with passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose. There's a purpose for each one of us for which Christ Jesus laid hold of me to make me of his own. Don't, I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. And here, here it is. However, I do have one compelling focus. Do you get that word? Ooh. This takes focus. Yes. I forget. I forget all of the past as I fasten my heart to the future instead oh that is so good it you know when i was taking account of all the past thinking i was thinking i was it's so lazy it's such a lazy way of thinking just uh, let your mind wander (laughs) yeah and i went so today i'm going i have to get real serious about focusing on what i want because i'm telling you the distractions the people uh social media tv it lulls you yeah. into just living whatever. So if you, like he said, I am so passionately uh, consumed with the purpose that Jesus has for my life, I am too. I, I think that's why these things, you know, come across Crystal and I's attention because we're always looking. Yeah. You know, just when we think, hey, we're doing good here. You know, we're changing. I'm getting it. Boom, here comes another one. This needs to change. This needs to change. And I just thank God because he obviously is going, okay, you girls want this. Yeah. So do you, you know, you've got to get so focused that from the minute you wake up, take account. Okay, where are my thoughts going? What am I thinking about? What do I want? What do I want for my family? What do I want for my kids? And right there, just take an account. Becoming aware that I am just stuck in the past. Mm-hmm. I'm just lingering back there. Mm-hmm. He says, get laser focused on your future and hook your heart to your future. Is your heart in the past? Oh. Is your heart attached to those friends? Right. Is, is your affection and your your heart and your, your reminiscent? See, that's what happens is when we go back there, you know, if it's not a terrible memory, it's that warm when life was good. You know, I had all these friends and I had this great husband and you go back there and just reminisce. Are you willing to give that up and, and see the courage is there's better? Yes. You have a plan. God has a plan that there is so much more for you then mm, I had some nice friends, right. didn't I? I had a nice family. I had a nice job. It's it's over. Right. Kiss it goodbye. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah, you you got a path. You, you have one of two paths. Yep. 
and we want you to decide today. I mean, am I going to live in the past? There's one one path. Hey, well, you did it. It wouldn't be a show if I might get involved. So you can live in the past or you can anchor yourself to that future. You've got to, I mean, create in our mind a compelling reason to go forward. Uh There is something better. See, when we live in the past, that's just it. We miss out on all this opportunity. Mm -hmm. I mean, stronger relationships, greater opportunity, a job that'll blow your Mm -hmm. mind, a ministry opportunity. But as long as we're stuck there, we just, we, we keep missing it. We, we just keep missing it. Now, listen, decide the path today. Man, I'm going forward. I'm going to flip that 90%. It's going to be in, in future thinking and being excited about the future and 10% of the past that I'm going to use as wisdom. Now, nobody said when you train your mind to transform your life, it's just a piece of cake. Nope. Just like going to the gym, just like losing weight, it doesn't happen overnight. But you develop that muscle, that strength. Same thing. We always talk about developing mental muscle. Take inventory of your Mm -hmm. thinking. Find out how much past thinking you're doing. And that's where you start. I mean, just go there and and then decide. You know, you're going to say, hey, we, we had some good times. We had some bad times. But... It's time to kiss the past goodbye. It's over. It's, it, it, it is <laughs> That's over. hard to say even. It is. It's over. Mm-hmm. I know. With negative thinking in the past, has it hurt enough? Are you just uh, had it uh, enough? Yep. Sometimes it's, it's the pain is, is so great, but, you, but you're done. Mm-hmm. Other times, I mean, I was just listening to John Maxwell and he's talking about his new book, Changing Your World. You know, we always want to change the world. I'm going to change the world. We can't change the world if you don't change your own world. I've got to change me in order to be able to maybe eventually change a piece of the world that I, you know, don't like, that I think is is wrong. But man, i got to change my world. Am I hurt enough where I've just had it? Maybe he was talking about, can you just be inspired enough to change? Mm -hmm. Can you learn enough to change your world? That's, that's all we can do. Mm -hmm. What's her name? That's what this gal was saying. Yeah, has that little ring around. She had the host in the middle of a hula hoop. I mean, this is so fascinating. She had the host in the middle of a hula hoop. And she said, here is your personal space. This is your world. And guess what? That's all you're responsible for. And in this space, you get to dictate whether there's joy, whether there's peace, whether there's life and goodness. That's it. Yeah. But what happens, we and we're going to talk later yeah. about that. Oh, this is fascinating. Yeah. But we as Christian women, we love to fix everybody. And, and there's pride in that because we think we can. And we can't. And it's unchristian to not try and help everyone that comes into our world. (laughs) But what happens is you have the ability in your little circle of when toxic people, when those memories come knocking on your door, when that old friend calls and goes, hey, let's hang out together. And you know they're toxic. You know they're no good for you. They bring that, that energy that drags you down, pulls you in the past every time. You get to go, no, no. You don't get to come into my world anymore. 
So as you're developing this world, like John Maxwell says, like Carla says, of just overflowing abundance of God himself, life, life, you know, love, that's what people that's are drawn right. to. But if you're trying to fix everybody, they get into that space. Yeah. So you come in contact with people who are full of bitterness, full of fear, full of anger, full of anxiety. And we know those people. They come walking in the room and you're, you know, you feel that energy. And if you let them hang out with you, guess what? They break through that little circle of yours. And now you have to take on their problems, their bad mood, their irritation and frustration. And it's not your job. That's right. And we're going to go into detail. Yeah. The next episode. Yeah. Oh, you're going <laughs> to love it. I'm so excited. No. Yeah. All you can do today is decide that you're going to work on you. Yep. That you're going to let go of the past. And it, and it, you know what, like you just said, sometimes, I mean, it's hard to let go mm. of toxic thoughts. They, they've energized us yeah. for, de for decades. Exactly. They, They're addicted. But yeah, we're, we're addicted to those. But what it's doing is it's just limiting your future. Yes. I mean, so can you let go of the toxic thoughts? Can you let go of the toxic people? Oh, that's hard. Because oftentimes they are your, your friends and, yeah. and your family. Uh -huh. And But if, if they are bringing you down, sucking the life out of you, that is a good indicator that either you've got to cut them off or sometimes it's not always possible to completely, but you can certainly limit your time and energy with that yep. person. Yep. So that's what we are suggesting that, that you pick a path today and we're saying, go forward, go forward, release yourself from the past. You devise your plan. I mean, develop that mental muscle training. Your mind comes with a plan and you got to fill yourself with Jesus. Yes. That's it. No other person on the planet mm -hmm. can be who Jesus is for you. I mean, it's nobody else's responsibility mm -hmm. to make me all full and all joyful. Hey, if, if hopefully great relationships, you know, there's just, there's a lovely give and take, but it's no one else's job. Mm -hmm. I mean, you fill yourself up with Jesus and guess what? Nothing that even goes on out here matters. Mm -hmm. You're so full. I mean, you've got, you pick the path and you've got a plan. You fill yourself with Jesus. And guess what? You will reap the reward. You, you will be full of joy. You will be full of love. You'll be full of that passion mm -hmm. and energy to go forward. Why? Because God's got such a cool plan mm -hmm. for your life. So you guys, let's quickly recap. What is the problem with our thinking? It is because we are trapped in the past. And 90% of our thoughts are trapped in the past, giving only 10% to the future. Well, we can flip that. So we're going to work on flipping that. And so when you flip that, you will reap the reward. Freedom. Freedom. No longer chained to the past, mm -hmm. free to move forward and to create this ideal life. You guys, thank you so much for being a part of Ooh. the Soul Gym this week. Oh, Crystal, that was good. Man, that, your mental muscle challenge, Ooh. I'm telling you. 
train your mind to transform your life. Just begin to take inventory. Yeah. You know, just start there. Awareness. And you, you're, you're going to be shocked yeah, you are. to go, I cannot believe that's past, yeah. that's past, uh -huh. that's past, that's past. And everyone wants to talk past. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to go, no. I know. No. What about yeah. the future? Uh -huh. So there you go. There you go. That's your mental muscle challenge. Again, we appreciate you being a part of the Soul Gym. We love it, love it, love it. Are here for you if you have a question, a prayer request, anything. Um, just connect with us on social media or email us. We love you guys. Again, thanks for being a part of the Soul Gym. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.